This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have it. And today, we are popping some popcorn. Woohoo! Pop it up. And this was uh, a listener suggestion. Thank you, Anna, for the idea. We love it. I can't believe we didn't think of this earlier. Thank you, Anna. We're dumb. We need we need listeners to do all our thinking for us. Yes, please send more ideas. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Good ideas. Yeah, so popcorn. It was know, hard to narrow this one down. It was. I mean, there's there are so many ways to pop popcorn. There are so many things to put on popcorn. Mm-hmm. There are so many contexts in which popcorn is consumed. Where um, to begin? Where do we begin? You know, uh, so I, I talked to a professor of popcorn studies. Not a real thing. Where do we begin? Let's begin in the movie theater. So did you eat movie popcorn when you were a kid? Um, I did sometimes. I, I have to say that my mom is the big popcorn fiend in the family. Okay. But of course, you know, like any proper American child, I did eat popcorn at the movie theater. I never liked it so much when they put the butter on it. I didn't like that stuff either. It It's not butter. And I mean, I love butter, but I didn't like that butter stuff. The the eerie butter-like substance? Mm-hmm, that they no, I never did out of either. a big canister. Do you, like, do you like real butter on popcorn? I've never had real butter on popcorn. <laughs> Stunned silence. <laughs> wow. Well. Pregnant pause. I think, I think I know how to fix that. Great. Um, what do you think of real butter on popcorn? I don't love it. I, you know, I, for me, there are all kinds of things you can do to popcorn, but uh, none of them for me beats freshly popped uh, popcorn with salt. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Um, you know, I could I could plow through a very large bowl of that. Did you eat popcorn at home when you were growing up? Yes. And I remember when we got an air popper, um, there was there was a huge air popper craze in the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. I remember and now, that. And now everybody just uses them to roast coffee, yeah, right? Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> um, I, I think I've told the story on the show before about how I hurt myself with an air popper. Does it sound familiar? No, I've never um, heard this. Okay, so remember the air popper had this little plastic tray on the top for melting butter and it didn't work very well and i didn't I like remember that yeah so like it was just this little uh, rectangular tray on the on the plastic top part that you could lift out okay and i never used it for melting butter because i didn't really like melted butter on my popcorn and one time i wanted to make 
uh, some popcorn unsupervised and uh, I couldn't find the tray. And I'm like, okay, I don't want butter on my popcorn anyway. Who cares? Who needs the tray? Uh, it turns out the tray is pretty important. It keeps red hot popcorn kernels from flying out the top of the machine. <laughs> really? Um, That's how they're melting butter? By, with like pummeling of popcorn kernels on the underside Well, I of the think tray. it might, the rising hot air might have something to do oh, with it. But yeah, huh. but the, it's a pummeling, pummeling okay, method. It's a pummeling. And a, uh, a red-hot, unpopped kernel shot out the top of the machine and landed between my bare toes. <laughs> um, what were your toes doing that close to the popcorn? I did not have my toe, rest, my, my foot resting on top of the popcorn. It flew up in the air, landed on, on the floor between my, to- my toes. I didn't have shoes on. Always, always wear foot protection when popping popcorn. Uh, and I got the most disgusting blister I have ever seen in my life. Do you have a scar? No. Oh, damn it. Well, I don't know. I didn't go like microscoping between my toes to see if there's a scar. <laughs> if, do you want to check it out? It's <laughs> a great story. I, it was amazing. And, and I remember thinking at the time, oh my God, this is horribly painful and it's going to make a disgusting <laughs> blister, but it's going to be a great story. Uh-huh. I was, I was probably 10. Awesome. Um, okay. So do you remember when microwave popcorn became the thing? I absolutely do. I think do. this was probably also the 80s. Yeah. The, the dawn of the microwave era. Right. I mean, what are, what are your microwave popcorn memories? I remember it from school, actually. Me too. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember... I don't know what the occasion would have been. Would it have been like story time or something? And the teacher would have gone and popped some popcorn. But the, the smell of microwave popcorn is somehow for me the most potent popcorn smell. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's got it's got that fake poisonous butter stuff in it. And the way that it, the smell lingers in the yes. microwave, you will be reminded of that popcorn you ate for weeks. And we're absolutely going to pop some of that today. I got Pop Secret brand, which I remember being my favorite brand in the 80s. Not Orville Redenbacher? I did not get the Orville Redenbacher. I got the Pop Secret. Okay, wow. Next time, next time if you want a particular brand of microwave popcorn, email I've me I've got to buy it myself? No, <laughs> just let me know. <laughs> okay. okay. I aim to please. The thing I remember about microwave popcorn in school... I you don't aim school, between my toes. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I please. Um, I, <laughs> My memory of microwave popcorn in school is uh, that there was a microwave for public use in the cafeteria um, for people to like heat up their lunch, and it got oh, dominated by popcorn people. And I remember it being like a whole class war thing going on, like uh, between the popcorn bringers and the non-popcorn bringers, because the you know it took like three minutes to microwave popcorn, mm-hmm. which is an, an eon in microwave time. Uh-huh. And so someone would put in their bag of popcorn, and someone else would come along and say, "I just you know I just want to heat up my soup. Um, you know, can I pop it in there with your popcorn for thirty seconds?" And that would mess up the popping of the popcorn, and the popcorn person would get mad and say oh, no, and man. the soup person would get mad. It was That's ugly. Intense. That is intense. Well, before we go on, can we eat some popcorn? Yeah, let's pop some. Okay. So we're back. Yes. We have popped and popped and popped. We popped and then we, it and then we stopped. Um, don't stop till you pop. Don't stop till you get enough. Okay. So we've got, uh, let's start with the s- stove top popped plane first. So and as I just admitted to Matthew, I've never actually had stove. I've never popped popcorn on a stove and I've never had it as far as I know. Well, that's crazy. I mean, that's, that was the original way people pop popcorn. 
back in prehistoric times. They'd put but, a pot on their electric stove. But I grew up in the era of the microwave and the air popper. Right. And I grew up in prehistoric times because I'm older than you. Mm-hmm. Was the so, air popper like a low-fat solution? Totally, yeah. And but, it tastes terrible. Um, yeah, it's not very good because it doesn't have any fat. Um, mm. I often will pop stovetop popcorn. I just do it in a saucepan where you shake it, and I, I have vivid memories associated with that, uh, that shaking on the burner sound from my youth. Like, really? That was the sound of popcorn as much as the popping itself. Oh, that's yeah. so sweet. I love that. And I will often cook it in lard. I didn't today because I didn't have any lard on hand, but it's really good. Mm. Okay. Can I taste the stuff that you put butter on? Yeah. Well, that first bite doesn't taste any different. Mm. I don't know if I distributed it very well. I definitely got some butter. Oh, kind of liking that. But I don't know that I like it like an order of magnitude more than just plain good salted. Popcorn. No, I am so curious how the uh, pop secret microwave butter flavored uh, unspeakable popcorn is going to be. Mm-hmm. I think I'd put salted butter on there. I think that's what I would do. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I don't keep salted butter around because I'm a snob. Yeah, I don't either because I'm all right. I'm a total that settles snob. that. Great. Okay. Oh yeah, here I go. I'm digging into the pop secret. Looks the same. Yeah, it does. Whoa. Oh my god. Oh. Whoa. It's just like tasting those um, cafe français mm-hmm. creamer things. It really is. Mm-hmm. It's like this intense flavor that is kind of bears no relation to reality. No, it is. It is fantasy popcorn land. It's weird f- butter facsimile weirdness. Yeah. Mm, I don't want to eat any more of that. No, I don't I don't really either. <laughs> God, that is so it, it kind of tastes like um I don't think it would have been as do you weird know what if it we tastes took... like it tastes like ugh, like banana boat sunscreen smells. It really does. What is that? It's like coconut. It's probably like fake uh coconut esters or something. Man, that is foul. But it is, but it is the authentic taste of uh, of my elementary school. Mm-hmm. Mm. Have you seen the movie Real Genius? No. Uh, comedy from the '80s starring Val Kilmer. No. Um, before before he was Val Kilmer, the movie Real Genius is about some uh, smart kids uh, at a uh, at a college, and um, the uh, spoiler alert. Uh, at the end, um, the uh, the villain professor, they get him by shooting a laser from space into his house where they have put a giant um, uh, foil-wrapped bag of popcorn that um, uh, pops so uh, bountifully that it destroys his house. Real genius. Yes. So, of course, I saw this movie and I was like, someday I am going to do that. And so far, I still haven't done that. Do you and- think you could do it with a container of Jiffy Pop? Well, that's that's kind of what it was inspired by, I think. <laughs> so it's so you just put like one container of Jiffy Pop in his living room, like and a- he comes home and there's stale popcorn in his living room. <laughs> no, it's a bit more like Woo, amazing prank. <laughs> <laughs> I just aspirated. Oh no! I remember that spilled milk episode when Molly died. <laughs> um, so, so sad. It's so funny. Um, I was going to say, no, I was thinking more like the Jiffy Pop in a dollhouse. Oh, 
So you, so you break into this guy's house and put a dollhouse in his living room. No, wait, and put some popcorn in the dollhouse. I'm with you. I'm thinking of it like we shrink ourselves down, like inner space style. That is a good idea. And then we go inside Dennis Quaid, and we pop popcorn inside Dennis Quaid's body. And it's like I had such a crush oh on Dennis God. Quaid. I would love to get inside his body and put popcorn in there. Oh, that is so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine Dennis Quaid's like walking around like what the hell is going on? Like boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Spilled milk is brought to you by Uni, an easy and affordable way of making great tasting real wood-fired pizzas. So the Uni pizza oven is an amazing idea. So, you know, you want a real wood-fired pizza. Um, but you are not going to build an entire pizza oven uh, that is going to sit in your backyard or in your kitchen taking up space. You want a wood-burning pizza oven that you could bring to a camp out, that you could basically set up anywhere. You can anywhere. take it tailgating. Yes, you can set it anywhere that you uh, put uh, a barbecue. You can put a uni pizza oven. It is small, it is portable, and it's a real wood-burning pizza oven. And it makes gorgeous pizzas. And Matthew and I know from pizza. Yes, and uh, you can see how this works. It is um, it heats up fast, faster than preheating your oven to five hundred and fifty degrees. Um, if you go to the website, um, which is uni, that's u u n i dot net, uh, you can see their videos and see how easy it is to use and how portable and how gorgeous the pizza comes out. And they are offering a special promotion for spilled milk listeners. On top of free shipping, dun, 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 you can get 10% off your order. If you order by Valentine's Day and use um, spilled milk as a code at checkout, you will get that 10% off and free shipping. And that's spilled milk, all one word. Yes. And, um, you know, this was a Kickstarter project. This is the, the labor of love of uh, one pizza-loving guy. It is not a uh, big, faceless pizza oven company. You know, we think you're really going to love this product. And uh, go to uni.net, U-U-N-I.net, and see how it works and order one. Okay, so is anything better than butter and salt, or maybe even just salt, on popcorn? Um, <laughs> I don't mean in general. <clears throat> in general, no, nothing is better than butter and salt. Right. I think for me, you know, I've tried a bunch, you know, I've tried like, you know, freshly grated Parmesan and I've tried matcha tea and, and all kinds of stuff that people say, you know, you should try this on popcorn and nothing has ever really done it for me except I really do like caramel corn. Oh, oh yeah. But isn't that a whole other episode? I, I think it probably is. Although, yeah, let's do a caramel corn episode because I was going to start into a whole thing about caramel corn. To return to movie popcorn, how do you feel about it? Oh, uh, I like movie popcorn. Um, I think I think the context is really important. I think if if you I think probably this uh, pop secret uh, butter flavor popcorn probably tastes a lot more like movie popcorn than we'd like to admit. But you know, in the darkness of the theater with uh, with a classic Dennis Quaid movie playing, uh, I think movie popcorn is great. Do you combine it with a candy when you eat it? Um, oh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. I honestly M and M's is the classic. Oh, that that's really good. I think more likely I would have the popcorn in one hand and a uh, um, uh, a, coke. Pep- a coke with a red vine stuck in it in the other hand. Whoa, really? Oh yeah, that can is. Can you a, drink the red a, vine like a straw? Can you drink the red vine like a straw? Oh my god, I, really? I couldn't. I couldn't be more shocked than if you had said you never dipped French fries in a chocolate milkshake. I've dipped French fries in okay. a chocolate milkshake. Well, I feel like this is a similarly a, a, a rite of passage of similar magnitude. Wow. Huh. Okay, we're going to do this soon. Okay. Okay. Um, 
Yes, so so that's that's a, that's a balanced meal: red vines, uh, Coke, and movie popcorn. I wonder if there are other foods that we could use, like as utensils. Oh, this might be a whole show. Yeah, could you guys, if you think of things, mm-hmm. send us an email, or you can leave a comment on our website, spilledmilkpodcast.com. Let us know if we did a whole episode on like food as utensils, like a like a red vine as a straw. Are yeah, there other foods. Well, I, I, there's the there's the bread bowl. Um, yeah, so, uh, contact. There's, there's the Tim Tam Slam. Oh, absolutely. Contact at spilledmilkpodcast.com. Let us know. Um, we would love to eat food with food. Yes. And and with you. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think I've eaten enough popcorn now. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I think I've still got it. How do you feel about unpopped kernels? Eating them. I Not mean. good. Okay, interesting. I, I, I like I don't them. feel good about that. It awakens in me this, this long-held fear of dental problems. That's what I was going to ask. I, I fear, especially as a child, I really hated the dentist. As opposed to those kids who love, well. No, but I mean, like, my dentist, like, he had, like, a wart on his chin, mm-hmm. and he just, he, he, I didn't like him. We, um, uh, just, uh, we've been I watching I mean, more a bunch- than most children don't like their dentists. <laughs> uh, Iris- I'm not going to name names here. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> No, please keep going. Uh, Iris and I have been watching old Seinfeld episodes. I mean, as opposed to new Seinfeld episodes, we've been watching Seinfeld episodes recently. Um, and uh, we watched the one where um, Jerry's dentist is like gassing and, and his assistant are like gassing people and molesting them. Um, and I have, I do not know how Iris interpreted this as episode. Wow. I don't want to know. Wow. I totally forgot this happened. Great. I mean, it didn't happen. It was on a TV show. Oh my gosh. I, I totally forgot. Well, if it's ever happened to me, I didn't know. Right. Um, so anyway. <laughs> if, well, if you, if there was that time you did it to Dennis Quaid. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> no. Uh, so tell me, what's the allure of the unpopped kernel? Well, it's just, it's so hard and crunchy, but like when you get them just right, it's not tooth destroying. Well, okay, probably is tooth destroying, but you know, it, it has just enough resistance that it's like, you can just barely kind of crunch through it, and it's like a very satisfying hard crunch. Like a corn nut. Yeah, like a corn nut. Like yeah. a homemade corn nut. You know, I love corn nuts, mm-hmm. and I fear them. Okay. See, I don't fear corn nuts. <laughs> <laughs> weren't we but, eating... But, I, I mean, I understand what you're saying. Weren't we eating corn nuts in the car when we, when we sort of first got to know each other? I think so. That road trip? I think we ate some corn nuts. Yeah, I think there were uh, corn nuts, uh, Cool Ranch Doritos, something else. I'm so glad I didn't, like, chip a filling or something that day. You think the show I might not never have been, would have happened? I might not have been nearly as funny... I mean, not that I'm usually very funny, but I would have been even less funny. No, you're usually very funny um, for someone who's who's afraid of corn nuts. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, so this has been really fun. Yeah, I'll absolutely. Trip down memory lane. Were we going to look up kettle corn? No. I think... but why bother? All right, kettle corn. You are you you know more you about kettle corn than I. <laughs> look it up. <laughs> you know, it's sweet. It's salty. I, I think it's great. We'll talk about it some other time. Okay, well, uh, you can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com, where we won't be posting any recipes from today. How to microwave popcorn, mm-hmm. our method. Um, <laughs> don't, yeah, don't, don't give it away for free. We, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spilledmilkpodcast. That would be a fine place to leave us an idea for a food that can be used as a utensil. And uh, you can also find us on iTunes, where you can leave us a very nice review, but only the nice kind. And until next time, uh, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk, the show that wants to use Dennis Quaid as a utensil. <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amsterberg.
hold on. Do you do research before our shows? Well, I looked up popcorn on Wikipedia. I, oh, I, good. I'm glad that you weren't really doing research. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 